Hey, it's A. Hey, it's Fee. And this is Tea with A and Fee, presented by the WNBA. Asia, this season of Tea is absolutely flying by. I know, we only have a couple of episodes left and it's like been a great season. Speaking of a great season, we got to talk about the WNBA playoffs and the finals. But they're an entirely different beast from the regular season. So what do you think, as someone who made it to the finals last year, are the keys of um, you know, doing well in the playoffs? I mean, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is just being consistent for 40 minutes. Like, you know, you don't want to say it's going to be a perfect game, but when it comes to playoffs, like, it doesn't even matter at that point. It's just who can be consistent for 40 minutes and just come out on top. Cause the talent is like so good this year. It's been yeah. good pretty much every year we've been elite. Yeah. But like this year, like it's anybody's ball game right now. I know. And it's like, you have to be able to put everything that you've learned the entire season into those games. Like there's <laughs> no excuse anymore for like, Oh, sorry. I didn't know that we switched. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is like, it's so key. And I look at it as like a, cumulative final exam you know like at the yes. end where it's like all the way from what you learned from the first quarter of it, like mm-mm. yeah that's literally what finals was. yeah like that's literally what like it's, it's that's what it is and I felt like when we got to the bubble as a new team we didn't have a clue that that's really what it is like things that we shouldn't have done in the beginning of the season we have should have no reason to still be doing them now mm-hmm. and it catches up to you and when you play a Seattle that's been to the finals multiple times that know how to win in those like different parts of the game it's hard to beat so yes. i don't know it's crazy were you guys the two seed last year no we were the one seed you were the one seed so you guys got like a bye to the semis double bye yeah you yeah. got a bye to the go all the way to semis so i should be <laughs> answering that question which is like playing the playoffs because we were <laughs> we were like playing our asses off trying to get there but we also went to five games with con and then turn around and play seattle like yeah. what the hell like when you That's- look at that you're like Dang, like That's this is tough. a lot. That's and it was tough. a hard, like that had to be the hardest series I probably ever That would have been a great Con. final series. Right. Like that, like those five games with Khan would had to be the hardest five games I've ever played in the W. Yeah. There's just, just no like, gas left in the tank for Seattle. Oh, and then I got technicals. There's just a <laughs> lot of stuff. <laughs> Dang, it's just like adding insult to injury. We lost and I gotta pay money. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You know, you live for those moments, though. I always like the little patch of my uniform. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. So, we'll see you again. (laughs) Now I'm trying to be like that, too. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Uh, It's funny because, like, you know, college is just now starting. They're just starting it grinding. And it's funny because I I look at some TikToks, and it's like all the student athletes, like, saying they're tired of workouts. I'm like, ooh, I miss those days. (laughs) Like, ooh, I don't miss those days. Asia, when I tell you, even my senior year in the summer is the hardest workouts. Like everyone knows that. I'm like, I'm glad it's my last year because I know I can't do this again. I don't miss a single day of summer workouts. Those suck because then you remember we had two summer sessions. Like you had the first one and the second one. And they tried to make it seem like you could go and then come back. No, those Mm. were mandatory. (laughs) And you have to be there. Oh my, the conditioning test, the waking up in the morning. Six a.m. workouts. And you can't sleep the night before because you're Ever. paranoid about missing the freaking missing, alarm. Yes. Yes. I do not like miss those drills at all. We had to do something yeah. called the gauntlet. 
and it was a mile or 400 or 200 <gasps> and a 100. What? It was literally like all these things. I think what? that's what it was. It was called the gauntlet and it was Wait, so, so is that bad. like two and a half miles? Cause a mile is four laps, right? Yeah, pretty much. So two, uh, well, a mile and a half, I mean. And then like, if you didn't make your time, you would have to come back and do it. And you couldn't practice until you completed that <laughs> part. Like when I tell you, we would be what? out there with a teammate that couldn't make the time helping them run. Cause we're like, you got to get this through. Like that was the hardest conditioning test I've ever had oh to do. Gosh. And I don't miss it at all. Like when I see kids now, I'm like, Ooh, good I luck. Know. You know, what's so funny too. One of our, my coaches in college, her name's Shay Ralph. She played at UConn. Yeah. And at her time there, they had to do a, di a different con uh, conditioning test than we did. And she said one time they were running laps and one of the girls literally just ran off the track and left, never came back. <laughs> just left the team. <laughs> No many times I, I wanted to do that. that. Right. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> my soul. Just left the conditioning test, just kept straight on running right going. on the track. I don't need to. It's plenty of times where I sat on the edge of my bed at like four o'clock in the morning, like, I don't think I can do this. I was calling my mom, like, Is it's it time to it? transfer. <laughs> like, can I just go walk, work somewhere right now? I don't need this right now. Like, you contemplate yeah. your whole life. Yeah, no, no, I don't. A but talking I don't internship's looking real good right about now. <laughs> Being a mathlete looking real good than a student athlete. Not a mathlete. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> preseason with Coach Daly was like, she's not too crazy. She doesn't get crazy until conference play. So preseason with Coach Daly is not bad. But when we have Boyer, like Boyer's in charge of preseason. And for those who don't know Boyer, she's crazy. I love her to death. She's, she's my favorite, but she's crazy. And preseason there, I was like, uh uh, this ain't it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, preseason, it's – that's the thing with Coach Gino, too, is everyone thinks it's him that's hard. It's CD. It's the, uh, yes. yes. CD is the enforcer, and then Coach Gino just comes out looking like roses because, oh, nope, CD said no. Oh, CD said do this, but really it's like him, but she's the only one that says it. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, preseason. And it's actually so short. Like, it's like – I mean – Short compared to, you know, before, not really now, because our in the league, it's like two weeks right, of preseason. Right. But it's like, I mean, it's like three weeks only in college, but it's the longest three weeks. It's the longest three weeks of your life. And then it's kind of like school starting and you got to go. And it's like, everything's just on you. And it's like, oh yes. my gosh. And, you know, this. they trick you because the first day of preseason, you're always like, oh, this is going to suck. It's going to be the worst. And they lull you into it. Yeah. Like they're like, you don't do all the drills. You're just kind of like going over the offense and stuff. Walking you're like, oh, that no, wasn't so bad. Yeah, you're the talking. The second and through. third day, they're running your ass for three hours. Yes, yes. We would have to have trash cans around sometimes our course, oh like no. just in case. But oh my gosh, no. They those those are the things they don't tell you when they recruit you. You know, like Coach Staley, she's honest. She keeps it G. She keeps it smooth, cool. <laughs> but they don't tell you about that. So recruits, if they're getting recruited by, you know, anyone and they're asking questions, ask those questions. Ask, what's the conditioning test? Don't even ask because you're going to have to do it anyway. And you're going <laughs> to be sad. It's going to be sad just waiting for it to come. At least let it hit you so you're not thinking about it before. No, they want you to <laughs> see these college coaches want you to call them so bad. Then have some questions for them. What's your preseason looking like? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Man, so... Who do you think is going to be like the championship favorite this year? South Carolina? Or South UConn? Carolina. I don't even know any or other UConn. school. I don't know any or other UConn. school 
But what about UConn? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I can't do. I can't do. I can't root for South Carolina. I don't know any uh, other school. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to say UConn. Obviously, we do have some good people coming in though, and we had some good people already on our team. So oh, that's every that's dang near every school. They always have good people, then they bring in good people. That's the whole point of recruiting, Pete. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> South Carolina, you know, they already had good people and now they're bringing in another four good people. But they don't have our good people. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I guess they don't recruit from the same pool. Yeah. No. They're different, they're different. South Carolina. I got South Carolina winning it all this year. All right. I'm going to put put UConn's hat in the fold. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See see you in the final four, Fee. Yeah. Hopefully see you in the finals here and our schools see each other in the finals in a couple months. That's what we got. (laughs) Uh, so switching topics a little bit to the NBA season. Their season's coming up quick. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because like ever since that bubble, everything's been like, go, 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 go. But their yep. season is really coming up quick. Do you have any favorite teams or favorite players you like to watch? Because their season is right around the corner. <laughs> yes. I don't have any favorite teams really, but I love watching like Katie. So fun to watch. Katie. Wait, I meant Kyrie. <laughs> I say Danky, I know you did. <laughs> she listed him twice. Brain fart. I met Kyrie first and Katie. <laughs> okay. We just had we're having Mike on the pod. Mike's gonna be awesome to watch. Um, there's a lot. I mean, they're so fun. Luca's always fun. Trey, you know, there's yeah. everyone obviously is so good. So I, I kind of just a fan of the sport more than the team. What about you? Definitely. Yeah. Same way. Like, I feel like some of them are like my little brothers. So just to watch them play and flourish mm-hmm. in a way, it's like, I, I just love watching them play no matter what it is. I can't really mm-hmm. say a favorite. I mean, Blake Griffin, obviously he's like, that's the, that's the homie. Yeah. But like, other than that, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yes. So we actually have like an NBA team that we practice in the same facilities and stuff, you know, the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um, so it's actually really cool, like the relationship. So we're in the same facility. We get everything they get. So that's, oh, that's like dope. one of the really nice things about being in Minnesota. All our stuff's super nice. Yeah. Um, but it's also nice because we never see them <laughs> because our, <laughs> our seasons are opposite. So we get the whole thing to ourselves. <laughs> that is dope. Yes. I I, and I think like it's pretty cool with all the WNBA teams that's kind of attached like you guys are not like the Dallas Wings and Dallas where it's like different cities mm-hmm. but the way you guys are is like pretty cool to see y'all practice in the same facility Sparks are in the Staples Center so that's pretty cool we don't have a we don't have an older brother so we're just yeah. kicking it you guys are the stars <laughs> of the show over there <laughs> we're singles we're like the little only childs Lady Aces. <laughs> yes. Okay, so before we go to break, we've got to give some props presented by the WNBA, where we highlight someone who is crushing it on the court. Sophie, who are you shining out this week? This week, I'm giving props to the one and only Madame Presidenta, yes. Neka Gumake. Neka returned from injury after the Olympic break and led the Sparks to a four game win streak. Not only is she holding it down in LA, she's also out there representing all of us as president of the WNBPA. And we're very thankful for all the work she does. Honestly, NECA for president 2024, in my opinion. Period. I'm all for it. Yes, NECA keeps this <laughs> yes. keeps us going. <laughs> yes. Who are you shouting out this week? And so, like, yes, NECA's the best. But this week, <laughs> I'm shouting out your teammate, Leja Claren. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what a season. Like, she's 
got waived by the Liberty, but you know, she's still been working hard. She's still like out there doing her thing. So Lasia, please continue to play exceptionally well, except when you play the Aces. Thank you so much. Hope everyone's excited for the WNBA playoffs. <laughs> well, we are gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna have a very special guest. Welcome back and welcome to our guest, someone that I've known for a really long time and her, his sister is one of my best friends, Michael Porter Jr. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Where are you at right now? Um, I'm in Seattle right now. I'm working out with uh, Isaiah Thomas and some of us, you know, I live in Seattle for a year, so I'm out here working out for a few days. Oh, nice. So we're going to start with basketball off on the pod, Okay. Okay, um, so you guys on the Nuggets finished third in the Western Conference this past season, and things were a little bit chippy with the Blazers and pretty competitive with the Suns. Um, was there any tea with the playoffs? Any smack talk going on there? Um, shoot, I mean, I think that the Trailblazers obviously that was a that was a tough series. We ended up winning, and I know like Dame, he um I think he took that kind of just seeing his post-game interviews, he just he just took it hard just because our team wasn't fully healthy and we got them but I mean he did admit you know we had the MVP um and guys stepped up the Sun series we got smacked I ain't gonna lie I had got hurt like the first game um some people know that some people don't and then I just wasn't the same we just didn't have enough and then they were rolling so yeah uh, Chris Paul D book those guys were playing amazing so mm -hmm. are you a trash talker yourself now nah, you know me I'll be I'm, I'm pretty I'll be chilling on the court like I'm, I get more mad at myself than I, I don't really like to vocalize things. I like to let my plan do the talk as much as I can. Yeah, that's so true. Cause I was thinking the other day, like when I talked to Sierra, like I've never even heard any of you guys cuss before. So I can't really like picture you <laughs> smack talking <laughs> on the court. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, but you've never been in the middle of a game. With me, yeah. But like, nah, if it gets too crazy, I'll definitely talk crazy from time to time. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So your NBA 2K rating, you basically, like, predict, predicted it. I know nothing <laughs> about video games or anything, so how did you, like, how were you able to do that? I mean, I played 2K growing up, and I just know, I know that I had a decent, like, I had a pretty good season, but, it like, it, it could have been better. So I knew there was going to be some jump in my rating, but I didn't think, I mean... Ronnie 2K, the guy who announced it, like he he's hard on dudes. Like I think Russell Westbrook is at 85. Mm -hmm. I'm at 84. But then there's guys like it's just all over the place. A lot of it has to do with like hype or you know different things. So I just guessed an 84, and I was I was right. But I think by the end of this season it'll definitely be up. Yeah. So that's what I was just gonna say. You said that you could you think you'll get it up to a 90 by the end of the season. How do you think you're gonna do that? What kind of stats do you need to do that? By doing what I do, I mean, you know, since my injuries every year, I've gotten healthier and healthier, feeling better mm -hmm. and better. Um, and I just think I'm going to continue that process. I know, I mean, you know me, like I've been in the gym. Like I don't, like when we grew up, we was always in the gym. Like mm -hmm. I didn't really have too many other things that I was super interested in. Um, so that hasn't changed in the NBA. I mean, I have fun, but I pick my spots. I don't yeah. really, I'm not out super late. I'm not eating crazy stuff. So I just think if I stay on that trajectory, keeping the gym, you really have no choice but to improve. I mean, unless you get hurt, but I just feel like I'm trending in all the right directions. I know what I need to work on. Mm -hmm. Speaking of eating, I don't know how many people know, but you grew up vegetarian. Are you still vegetarian? No, I had to, I had to cut that yeah. all the way off. So I eat, I definitely eat chicken a lot. I eat salmon 
uh, some different seafood, but no red meat. Mm -hmm. um, I eat eggs. I try to stay away from dairy mm -hmm. because to be vegetarian, I think you, or a lot of people are vegan, but I think you really have to do it the right way or it's yeah. probably doing more harm than good. There's mm -hmm. some ways you can do vegan. It's very good, but it's almost impossible without a chef. So like now I just kind of, I kind of wanted to put on a little weight. You know, and we work out so many times a day. It's like, I thought the extra protein would be good. Yeah. Do you remember the first time that you ate meat? Was it like, was it like the heavens opened up and we're singing to you? <laughs> I remember the, what converted me. I don't remember the first time I ever tried meat, but I know what converted me. It was, it had probably been years since I had even tried meat. And I was, I was eating at stews. It's like a, a breakfast spot mm -hmm. in Denver. And I ordered just what I normally order some pancakes and eggs and hash browns, but they accidentally brought us some bacon. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I'm about to try this bacon. So I tried it and it was just like, yeah, like you said, my world just opened up. Yeah. And ever since then, like I, it started off with just bacon. I was eating bacon here and there. Then I started trying some chicken. Then salmon was kind of the hardest one for me to get onto because mm -hmm. the first time I had it, my friend cooked it horrible. Yeah. But when I tried some actual salmon, I was I was pretty hooked on that too. Mm -hmm. I like salmon. Have you ever tried red meat before then? No, nah, I mean, do you count lamb as red meat? I think so. Yeah. I I eat lamb sometimes, but I don't do like a steak really. Yeah. I feel like it might mess up your stomach, honestly, at this point. Red meat, it's kind of heavy. Been, I mean, I've never had it. I'm 23, so I'm yeah. just yeah. Yeah. So I can't I lie. Some red meat is really good, but I think maybe you should stay away from it at least till after the season so it doesn't like mess you up too much if you ever try that. Is that your favorite? Is that your favorite? I I love a good steak. I can't lie. Steak is really, really good. Uh, I'm gonna, I might have to try it someday. Yeah, it's good. Okay, mm -hmm. so we were talking about 2K earlier. How cool is it that Candace Parker is the first ever woman to be on the cover of 2K? She is? Yeah, first one ever. See, I'm not even on social media like that, but I mean, Candace obviously is like a legend on and off the court. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's just, she's amazing. I've been a fan of hers for a long time, so it's only right. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they put her on the cover and has dope. Yeah, it's crazy. It's 2021. At least it finally happened, right? What a, what a, uh, a female on the, I mean, yeah, you guys, you guys know how it is. You guys don't get the respect or the love that you guys deserve in the WNBA. So, I mean, to see that kind of, coming more to light I feel like is good it's going to be a process but I mean you saw us repping those shirts um, mm -hmm. in the bubble um, and then to see Candace on the cover it's definitely time for some of those things to be noticed because you guys are are amazing snaps say it louder for the people in the back <laughs> <laughs> so I'm obviously your favorite WNBA player but are there any other ones that you watch oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean yeah, I mean, I think all of you guys that came out of UConn, I watch. Mm -hmm. But then, like, Candace for sure, Skylar Diggins, and then Kelsey Plum's one of my favorites because she was in at Washington, Washington. when I was. Mm -hmm. And she just, she came to, like, our Nathan Hale practices, like, my senior year. And she was giving us buckets, not yeah. me, my teammates. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, like, so to see her kind of, you know, she just won a gold medal. Um, so I, I, I got a few players I watch. Yeah. So something that we kind of talk about a lot is we would love to expand. So can you give a pitch for why maybe we should come to Denver for expansion for, uh, teams? 
Yeah, I think that the WNBA should come to Denver just because I think that Denver is one of those perfect in-between cities. Like, it's not the huge cities like L.A. or Miami where it's just a lot going on. But it's also not, you know, the Memphis or the Oklahoma City that's kind of mm-hmm. smaller. It's like in between. So for me, I love it because it's chill, but it's still you can find fun stuff to do. I think that the the Denver fan base is coming along. Um, and I just feel like if, if you guys came to Denver, it'd be a new and exciting thing in Denver that people would be excited about. Uh, it's sun, it's sunny 300 days out of the year. <laughs> people act like Denver is like the coldest place ever, but it's sunny 300 They've days out of the year. They've never been to Minnesota. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. That's a good pitch. Okay, I'm sold. And the food. The food's super healthy. Um, what else? Um, the mountains yeah, I mean, are really pretty. The mountain. You got the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's just like you got the hot springs. I mean, I feel like for me, at least, I love going outside in nature, doing things like that. So it's, it'd be a great spot. We got Asia on the pod now. Woo-woo. Man, you late, Asia. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. I had treatment, but you know, we in here, we live. How's everything? Hello? What's good? Hello. I'm trying to find. We were just about to talk about Mike's family and his podcasting, so. Oh, yes. We can relate yes. to those things. I know. So, <laughs> I was just going to say, um, all of your siblings and both of your parents were ballers. And now that you're a professional athlete, is it like you're getting, like, birds in your ear all the time telling you like what you should be doing since they yeah, know I mean, what it's like to play basketball you know like I think that that, that definitely helped me out more through the like recruiting process of college and, mm-hmm. and things like that because they stopped playing after my mom played professionally overseas for a little while but but they knew how that process went so they helped guide me a lot through that but now on the court it's all about support they don't really I mean my dad tells me things I could do better mm-hmm. my mom stays all the way out of it um yeah. But I think, I mean, I've always been receptive to that just because I know he helped me get to where I'm at today. So my dad, I definitely like take his advice and try to apply it. Yeah. Sierra and Bree don't give you any tidbits? <clears throat> no, nah, they be chilling. They be chilling. <laughs> I don't okay. even know if Bree really watches my games that much. To me. <laughs> she's just done. She retired and she's done with basketball. She's done. You know, she's married. Um, mm-hmm. She's chilling. So That's funny. So since you guys were all ballers, like how competitive, because you were just saying earlier how you were always in the gym and stuff, how competitive were those games? Did it turn into fights? <laughs> Family games? That's how it did with me and my brother, yep. I mean, yeah, like there's times where me and my brothers would get into fight fights. Oh. And I actually, like the last Christmas, me and John say, and I got two other brothers who are like college players now. Mm-hmm. So it's like actually really competitive. And like we, we I think, they just get to talking smack and it turned into like an actual fight. <laughs> so that happens sometimes. Back in the day, it was kind of like a big gap between like who was good, but now it's like getting closer of a gap. So we have like real competitive games. Have you seen pictures of you guys? Everyone's so, even Jada looks like she's dang near six feet tall. Jada's not, Jada's like six one, six. She's taller than, are you serious? She's like Bree's height. I think she's six three. Isn't Bree's she- Six, one and a half. Is she 12, 13? She's like 12, yeah. That is so crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, she's getting up there. Wow, that's crazy. So I know that you and C lived together for a little bit. Um, she's doing her photography thing out there for you guys. Are you guys still roommates right now? No, Sierra moved out to Phoenix. Um, we lived together for a while. I mean, it was cool, but it's hard. Like, 
I'm a like I'm a grown. Obviously, I'm a grown man now. Look at me, but it's hard living with it. It's hard living with a girl. Like you know, we just why Sierra's so I, cool. I wanna, no, she I love is. to live with Sierra. Like, it was a lot of pros to it, but like I'm trying to play my music loud. She might be trying to chill. Like we get up at different times. I'm asking if she if she can cook for me. She's like, oh, why you can't gosh. cook for yourself? Things like that. So it was good. I feel like those are normal comments. <laughs> He's like, I just wanted to blare my music all night. She won't cook for me. She won't clean. I just this isn't gonna work. <laughs> nah, but it was it was good. We just thought that it was she she wanted to kind of do her own thing and things like that. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Well, you guys started a podcast together called Curious Mike. How did that start? Yeah. So um, the name Curious Mike, Sierra invented it. Um, we were in LA and I was just kind of telling her it had been in my mind for a while. And I was just like, this is when I was off social media. And I was just like, I want to find a way to use my voice that has nothing to do with Instagram or Twitter, because I didn't really like how some of the things I would say on Twitter, I mean, you know, some of the couple <laughs> things that have gone viral. Uh, like, I didn't like how you didn't get any context. You just tweet something and then it could go viral and the whole world season misconstrues yep. it, mm -hmm. doesn't know the context behind it. So I thought like a podcast where I could openly talk about some of the things I'm curious about or the way I think. I mean, for a while now, when people ask like something that I think is wrong with the world, I think one of the things is you can't really share your opinion anymore. Like if you have an opinion different than the norm on social media, they're going to kill you. Can cancel yeah. culture. Cancel culture sucks. And that just causes a lot of people to, to shell up and like be quiet yeah. because they're like, man, I'm not saying nothing. You're not going to, people aren't going to talk about me crazy. And especially as a, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> especially as a, as a uh, professional athlete, when the whole world's eyes are on you, it can be way worse. So I was just like, see, I need to find a way to kind of voice what I'm doing. I'm not about to be one of those people that just be quiet because they get mad at me when I say my thoughts. So she came up with the idea of Curious Mike because when you're curious, that's like a more of like a humble approach to, I don't have it all figured out, but I'm definitely not going to just like, just go with what everyone else is thinking. I'm going to have my own thoughts too. So that's kind of how it came up. That's awesome. I like that a lot. Oh, it's really nice. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite episode so far? Or like all of them are just your favorite? So my first four episodes were Lecrae, who's a Christian rapper, Judah Smith, Trey Young, and my Aunt Nancy. I think my personal favorite would probably be um, the Judah Smith episode because he just talks about, you know, loving people. And, you know, he's a pastor, so his message is super encouraging. But, I, th I mean, they all had their own thing. I mean, Lecrae. He's a big rapper, but he's a Christian rapper, so he's different than the norm. So he talked about that. And then everyone listened to the Trey Young one because it's basketball players talking about hoop. And then my Aunt Nancy, she's a little older um, now, 80-something. So it's just like wisdom from a from an older person. Um, so they all are kind of cool. My personal favorite would be Judah. Yeah. Did you have any, because you said it's like controversial, I mean, not controversial, but like curious things like where you might go against the norm. Did you have yeah. any controversial episodes or like mm. ideas or thoughts? Yeah. I mean, hmm, so far, some of the stuff I've talked about, I mean, nothing, I haven't brought up anything too crazy. I think in the next <laughs> season, I've already got some of those. Recorded. Ooh, drop the tea. What are yes. you talking about? They're Come on. More, but I mean, you know, in this first season, I think, like I asked Lecrae, because he's a Christian rapper, so he's around all the crazy stuff, you know, the partying, the drinking, the drugs. I just asked him, like, 
what is he, what is his thoughts on smoking or drinking being a Christian because he's in that environment? Like, do you think it's a sin, not a sin, whatever? Because I think there's a lot of people that automatically judge people who do those things. Mm-hmm. So I asked him that and I just, he just said, some of those things are your own convictions. Like you got to see what's, what your own heart says. There's no right or wrong in some areas. There's actually some gray areas that are neither right or wrong and you got to follow your own convictions. He was like, I know some great dudes, Christian dudes who smoke. It's not for me, but I know some people that do it. So I think that's something that a lot of people automatically assume is like a horrible thing. But to me, I think some of those things, it's like, no, you can still be an amazing person, a Christian person who might just have different convictions than somebody else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. Dropping a little pearls of wisdom on the tee today. <laughs> right. Look at that. We always <laughs> drop gems here. <laughs> no, but like to fast forward a little bit, and we're all pretty young on this podcast right now, like, what is what does the future look like for Curious Mike? What what is like what could you see? I know we all don't want to talk about the ball stop bouncing, but there's going to be a time. So what's your future looking like, or what is I mean, your vision? So I didn't even know this. Like you guys are obviously doing your own podcast, interviewing people, but I mean, ever since I've done Curious Mike, I never really found like a niche where I felt like I could have my influence, and I've kind of felt at home other than basketball. But <laughs> honestly, having those open conversations and talking to people and interviewing people that I respect and letting the world see a different side of me. It's kind of like a passion that I had no idea I had before I started it. So like after basketball, yeah, I could see myself continuing to kind of build Curious Mike. Um, Hopefully my basketball game on the court kind of like makes Curious Mike even like bigger because the bigger I get on the court, more people would want to know what I'm talking about off the court. But I think, once it gets big enough, like I would love to just have all the people, you know, uh, with different opinions. Some people who think way different than me could talk about their views while I talk about. And it's just like having conversations that don't happen a lot in culture now because people don't want to understand each other. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, I think it could be really cool. It's hard in the season finding time to do the interviews, but I'm going to definitely try to keep it going. Yeah, it is tough. And just so you know, like if you get basketball players, like it's tough to do schedules because that's something we always talk about because obviously us and me and Asia are on two different schedules. If we bring another basketball player, that's three schedules we're working with. So it is hard during the season, but it's fun. You know, you get to talk about in-season stuff. And so it'd be cool if you guys, if you kept it going during then. Yeah, no doubt. And eventually I'd love to have you all on there. I know you guys got some some thoughts, you know, being female athletes, you know. Right. Oh, we got um, thoughts. Oh, we got thoughts <laughs> and hands. But we gonna talk. So we were talking about off the court stuff, but hopefully for all of us, that's many, many years away. So what are your career goals in basketball for right now for the next couple of years or even this season? Yeah, I mean, this season, I think we definitely have a chance to be a championship team. Last season, we just were not healthy. Come playoff time, like, we got through the first series against Portland, which was a tough battle, but Will Barton was hurt. P.J. Dozier was hurt, two two players. And then, you know, the Sun series, I got hurt, so that left out a lot. We kind of left Joker to kind of do a lot for himself. And then, obviously, Jamal Murray had got hurt earlier in the season. So I think coming back this season with Joker, me, Jamal, um, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Monte Morris, 
uh, all the dudes. I just think we have that team that has the talent and the depth to win a championship. So that's my main focus going into the season. And then for me personally, um, I think there's no reason why I shouldn't be an all-star if I, if I, you know, I've been working on my game all summer. That would be a disappointment to me if I didn't increase my play and my performance enough to be an all-star this season. Like, I just, I know what I need to work on. I'm continuing to get better and better, healthier and healthier since my two back surgeries. So I feel good and I'm ready to go. You heard it here first, folks. All-star. Right. There it is. We're going to go. hold you accountable. Yeah, we just know that. We're going to hold you accountable. If you see like some some 10 point games or something like that, like call, call me and talk crazy. To me. Yeah, we're gonna have the we're, we're sending gonna this. It. We're gonna we're gonna like uh cut this little voice memo. I'm gonna be all star this season and just send it to you every time That's you it. every time you in the right. slump, we go, we got you. Right. <laughs> okay, well, we are gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. All right, so we had Coach Staley on uh on one of our episodes earlier. And Fee kind of got her to spill some tea. So, Mike, I need you right now to spill some tea on Fee, like growing up. I need you to give me some good tea. The people want to know how Fee was back then. Come on, let me have it. Come on. I ain't going to lie. Like, Nafisa has always been something that I always... There's really, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, Fee, there's really nothing to spill on her. I mean, she definitely, there we go. <laughs> she definitely didn't have the same. She's always been the same. She might not have been as awesome as she is now, but it, like, she always been cool. Like, <laughs> was less you know, awesome, like, but still awesome is what I'm like. Hearing. Less awesome. I mean, just we, you know, you're best friends with my sister. And I just remember, you know, like telling, see, like, yo, who's that girl? Because I came to y'all's game. Rockbridge versus uh, what was your Inc- high school? Incarnate. Yeah, and like I think you guys beat them, and I was just I had never seen a girl sure like did. y'all beat them. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just never seen a girl hoop like you, so I was just like, who's that? And then we started, you know, getting to know each other. We started working out with the same guy. Um, we all would like go to the amusement park, but nah, I don't have any embarrassing stories in the feed, so I'm sorry. Dang, P. That's crazy. Wait, hold it down. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got a picture. Actually, though, I got a picture. Oh, no. oh, let, that's, that's, a, that's good to you. We'll get that. <laughs> we need that picture. We can set it up. That might be the All cover right. art for this. Don't forget the pictures yeah, I have of you. Do not forget the pictures. That I, and that light skin any. video that you did. Like, remember that one? Yeah. I don't oh, the tea. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not light skin. I okay, well, I, I have the proof on my phone. I will release it. <laughs> I will release that. That's We're the most good. light-skinned thing to say. I'm not light-skinned. <laughs> I'm not light-skinned. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, we're going to play a game, okay? Let's it's called it. Start Bench Cut, and we're going to do, like, vacation fun things to do in Missouri. There's so, fun things to do in Missouri? Uh, Yeah. Oh, wow. I never knew that. I didn't know that was a vacation spot. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just come on over. So, okay, the three start bench cut are Lake of the Ozarks, Six Flags, and Float Trip. I'm starting Lake of the Ozarks. I'm benching Six Flags. I'm cutting the float trip. I can't be outdoors with all them bugs like Another light skin thing to say. Another light skin thing to say. Black people don't like bugs or or grass or mosquitoes. 
Okay. That's funny. That's only two light skin strikes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just rub your yeah. rub your hand on your face and it'll, you'll just strike out. It'll be the mm-hmm. ultimate. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> Y'all got some female viewers, right? I ain't gonna do that. Too. Oh <laughs> my gosh. That's another light that skin thing. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that is the third. There that we have it, everyone. <laughs> that definitely is. Oh my gosh. Okay, so before we let you go, is there any tea that you want to spill or anything like going on with you that you want to tell us about or anything like that? Hmm, anything crazy going on with me? Um, nah, you know, I'm pretty just, what you see is what you get. Nothing too crazy, no dramas going on with me. Uh, Who are you I'm dating? Here. That's a good one. Who are you dating? That's Dang. what I was going to tell y'all. Like, I don't have... I don't have no no girl, so who's the sneaky link? Come oh, on. it's the lies for me. Who's the sneaky link? <laughs> it's the That's lies for true. me. <laughs> nah, I don't got no. I mean, I I definitely uh, recently it's a tea. you have recently to entertained entertained a girl recently, but that's I think that's pretty much over with. So now I'm pretty much just just chilling, just living. I'm um, trying to focus on I'll focus on my grind, you know, not too many distractions. That sounds cute. That sounds real cute. Yo, I'm not typical. Oh, oh. that's strike four. You're already that's out. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't know what dudes y'all talk to. Y'all must have been in like some toxic relationships where dudes wow. like said things like this. But like when no. I say something, I mean it. Oh, okay. That's- you just keep on you just Listen, keep swinging. You're not there even in the it game is. We, that, the tea is light skin today. It's <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Ladies, he's available and he's swinging away. So right. just throw your ball. Lob it up there. Y'all what you crazy. see is what you get. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mike. Um, we're gonna plug your podcast, Curious Mike. Make sure everyone takes a listen with that. Um, and thank you for coming on with us. Of course, appreciate you guys, and I'll see you guys soon on my podcast. Yes, absolutely. All right, sounds good. And thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to justwomensports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and the YouTube channel and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Nafisa. And I'm Asia. And you've been listening to Tea with A&F, presented by the WNBA.